the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Get a chance, text somebody or call somebody, tell them to tune in to our show or go to Facebook Live. Randy Adams, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every one of the listeners. Bless them and lead them and guide them and touch them. Open their minds, open their hearts. And open the way that they're learning more and more every day to growing and understanding and knowing how awesome you are in their lives. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, I tell you what, um, lots of stuff going on in the car business. Unbelievable. And um, the lies that are out there, the violations that are out there. Um, you know, and I look back, I've been in the business uh, 56 years, and I look back and see the changes and direction this is going, and I really don't know, you know, I wonder who's going to own the autonomous cars, um, and that's not far off. I don't care what you say. That's, I think it's four to five years off. I think we'll see it in 2025. We'll see a tremendous amount. Um, technology's in a boom, but also technology growth to understand what pushes your button. Uh, we're on Facebook Live. Tell, you can go there, Randy Adams. And I, I was told that I have to push follow or something to add new. We got five thousand uh, people that uh, are on Facebook Live. But anyway, you can call us with. Uh, there's no dumb questions. Two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. Talking to another banker the other day. Just visit with him. Uh, said uh, got on title loans, and he thought twenty percent interest was what a title loan was. Twenty percent. Good morning, Connie. And and twenty percent, twenty percent. That's a that's about almost a day. It's three hundred thirty percent interest. So tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody, your family, not to do a title loan. It's three hundred thirty percent interest. It's the worst thing in the world. Thank you, Texas legislators. Thank you for letting – it's illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas because our elected officials want to rob the poor. Well, that's right. That's the way they are. Believe me, we need to vote them out. And, you know, I'm sorry I get excited about it, but I, hey, I owned the license at one time. I owned the license for title loans, and I, I let it go. I didn't keep it. Good morning. I did not keep it. It's it's a disaster for a family. It's a disaster for people. You build up their hopes and the expectations that how I got all this money and I'll be able to pay it back, and they can't pay it back. Believe me. Hello, Greg. It, it's They can't pay it back. They're, they They take this money. Hey, you're better off selling your car and get your cheap transportation to end your business. Because, number one, your car is worth the most now versus six, eight months from now. I've told you many a time about a gentleman that used to work for me, had a truck, and he borrowed 5000 on it, paid eight payments. I'm sorry, nine payments of 900 It was 8100 he had paid in on a $5,000 loan in nine months, and they were about to repo him. I paid him 2000 and I went and paid his truck off, and there was three hundred and eighty taken off of the principal. Three hundred, and he had paid in eighty-one hundred. What happened to that other seventy-eight hundred? The company swallowed the cash. That's their profit. And I bought the truck, paid him two thousand, and went and made money. 
Hey, these title loan places are rip-off. And let me tell you something. Elected officials, if you back it up, you're a rip-off. Hey, we need to get rid of these senators and his House representatives that let the insurance company's people mouse us around. Because in other states, if you're – I've talked to – Four people this week that were fighting with the insurance company, fighting with claims adjusters. And why? Because, hey, I, I need to be your insurance man. I love you. I, give me the money, and, and I'm not going to do nothing. Insurance agents don't do nothing. Hey, I had one call into a radio show one day. Here's the deal, how it happened. And my producer said, Randy, you don't want to talk to this insurance agent. This guy's mad at you. I said, I can back up anything I say on the radio. I said, I tell the truth, then I can back it up. Put him on. So they, he put him on. Randy Adams, you're all wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. I said, okay, I got a truck, and I need to get insurance. And so do you, do you give me the, the price I'm going to pay? No. I said, the insurance company. Right, yeah. I said, now I'm in an accident. Do you settle up with me like other states, or do you turn it over to the other insurance company and they're a claims adjuster? He said, they give you the price. I said, so you don't do nothing. You collect the money and smile and say you love me, but you don't do nothing. Well, I explained the policy. I said, 99% of the people out there don't know the policy. Hey, you know what? If you're an insurance company, a big time, and we got one in San Antonio, and they ain't real swift. I can, I can prove that they do people wrong. But let me tell you something. Hey, I'm buying a policy for a year. Give me a price on what you'll settle with me if I lose my car. You take care of me. I'm paying you, not the people that hit me. I didn't pay them for protection. Hey, these insurance companies have let, here we go, Texas senators and House of Representatives rip off the public. Hey, we need to reelect them all. Let's get some people with some common sense in there. Let's straighten up all of this. Hey, and I'm not running for for none of those seats. I'm too old for that. But I'm telling you, we're getting moused around by the government. Oh, we all know that. But I'm going to tell you, let's correct it. Let's make it right. And so, you know, I was going through some study this week. I'm always studying to, to improve. I got a spiral notebook I'm going to show you on. This thing's full of information. I got another 20 classes I could teach. I'm always finding classes and, and trying to make you think outside the box. Hello, uh Mr. Bass, Dan, and Steve. And so, you know, tri- you know, children that have everything given to them often lack purpose and direction in their lives. We buy these cars. Here we go again. I had a family show up. We want to buy our young 16-year-old son a GT Mustang. I said, are you on crack or what? A 16? 16- oh, yeah, but he's... He's going to be a he didn't he just got his license. You going to turn him into driving a missile? I mean, you know, that you either going to get tickets, lose his license, can't get insurance, or have an accident. Get him something slower and bigger and with a little protection. Give him some opportunity to prove himself. I'll tell a story also about a good friend of mine, and what happened was we. Uh, I sold him. He showed up with his son, and he had a 18-year-old son. He's a senior in high school, bought him a GT Mustang I'd been driving. I bought off a friend of mine, and I loved the car. It was a 91. Boy, and I'm going to tell you, it was nice. Anyway, I sell it to him. Uh, two months later, it shows back. He calls me up. He said, you sold me a bad car. I said, I did? He said, that Mustang. He said, it's running hot. The clutch is out, and, man, I mean, it is a piece of crap. I said, I'm sorry. I thought it was a great car. I said, bring it in to my mechanic. Brought it in. His son had run over something, knocked a hole in the radiator, so that was his problem. And he had burned the clutch out because the clutch was brand new in it. And we pulled it out and showed it to him. And he was arguing with me. I said, let me show you something. Here's a picture of the tires on this car when you bought it two months ago. They were brand new. Now look at them. The rear looked slick. His son had burned them off. Well, he apologized. We made friends. He put his son in something else. We rebuilt it. I took it back in trade because I liked the car. I put another new clutch in it, and I fixed the radiator, and I fixed the damage. You know, but sometimes we believe our children, and we don't believe the truth. We we turn them loose with something that, that will entice them. 
I have a lady that's a sweet lady I've known for a long, long time. She called me yesterday, said, I need to get the uh, sell my husband's two cars. He can't drive anymore. And I don't want him to have that enticement sitting out there to drive his cars. I need to sell his car. So I went over her house yesterday and sat with her, her and her husband, and we made a deal, and I'm buying her her 350ZX, and I'm buying her Taurus, his Taurus, a 2010 nice all-wheel drive Taurus. And, and so that's the opportunity. Hey, if you've got something, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, these are nice cars, but I'll buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I'll come to you. In fact, I'm waiting on a Trans Am call, a 84 Trans Am with 50,000 miles. Uh, it's in San Antonio, and I'm going to go over there and take a look at it. It's in Lady's Garage, and she's got of age. She bought it new. Can you believe she's a granny and and, and up in age and has a Trans Am she bought in 84, a one-owner car? I buy the good, the bad, and the other. You tell 20 people if you like what I try to do and the mentor I try to be, that I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people to go to Facebook and watch my shows and and 20 people to watch this show. So, you know, we we give children everything, and then they lose purpose. They lose goals. They You know, they don't work for it. Hello, Kenny, Kevin Griffin, uh, Danny. Uh, Danny Jennings has got an auction going on next Saturday, Uh and I need, man, I need to call him today. Danny, I'll call you today. And Barry's even watching. That's my producer anyway. You know, but uh, careless efforts to correct your errors. You, you ever had try to correct your errors in life? You know, and it often lead to the same errors. I mean, people think, when did it come normal to have payments? When it, when do you expect you can't live without car payments? You can't function without car payments. I mean, it seems like everybody's got cap- – you can't step into the future when you're living and thinking in the past. The problem with buying a vehicle is we think of the moment. We think about what we're doing now. We think how awesome it's going to be. And then about two, three years later – Man, we we still making them payments, and we got three, four more years to go. It's a battle. It's a real battle. So we need to make better decisions, you know. And I mean, car people, we drive what we can afford. We know what we can afford, and we and we make the better decisions. That's why car people have money. It's because they don't take a tremendous loss on on their purchases, you know. And and you got to get your money's worth out. I, I sold a car a couple of weeks ago to some people, and uh, I said, well, I, you know, be glad when y'all come back, you know, for your next purchase. He said, I'll see you in 10 years. I keep my cars forever. And then I had a lady call me uh, yesterday, and she's got a car with 300,000 miles on it she wants to sell, and I made her an offer on the car. And uh, I said, man, 300,000 miles, you got your money's worth that. She said, yeah. She said, I, I don't. I, I use them. I make a right decision, and I use them till it's there's nothing left. And there's nothing left on this car. I mean, it's three. It's a CRV with three hundred and twenty-five thousand miles. She got her money's worth out of it. I'm proud of her. She took care of it. She drove it right, and and that that makes a difference. But w- too many times we're living in the past. Well, here we. I mean, how many times has somebody bought a car? I mean, I, I deal in antique cars and special interest cars, and classic cars, and all kinds of stuff. I, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so now we're seeing people buy a car, and the value is going up, seventy-five, a 75 to 77 Corvette. I mean, those cars, a couple of years ago, you couldn't give them away. And now they're selling. I've had five of them the last year. I've got one right now. 75 Corvette. Those cars are going up. Why? Because people that were in high school at that time, people that, you know, I mean, maybe the parents had a new one or somebody, friends had a new one, are are gradually going back to those cars. Do we live in the past? Now, if you can afford it, hey, there's only two kinds of cars, afford and can't afford. If you can afford it, buy it. Take my advice and do whatever your little heart desires. But buy what you can afford, but be prepared. You buy a toy, you got to insure it, you got to keep it up, you got to have a place to put it, this, that, and the other. Right now, I'm dealing with a guy in Canada 
on a 68 Mustang convertible. A nice one, red, white top, a cool car. I mean, you know, nice car. And trying to get it to Canada. I need, I need Barry to help me to get it to Canada. Yeah, Barry's from Canada. And so, I mean, you know, this guy's called me. I've been dealing with him all week long. I just sent a 41 Willis Coupe street ride to Denver, Colorado. Just sent a 58 Apache truck to somewhere in Pennsylvania. So, I mean, you know, there's people buying stuff, but it's all cash. All these people are talking cash. And and it, that's the way you need to buy toys. You need to buy them cash. I just talked to I just had an issue with some computers and had my com- computer man in. And he paid cash for a brand new Avalon, you know. But he said my he was grown up. His dad told him you need half of it to buy a new car, half of it down. Well, those days are gone. Hey, a lot of people owe ten thousand, fifteen thousand, too much, and they just add it and roll it on and get it bigger. They're snowballing. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and rolling downhill. You know. It's always wise to count the cost before setting out on some great undertaking, building projects, business, whatever, profit and loss. But we don't do that in our rides. Hello, Teresa and Bubba, Gary and Brett. Uh, We don't do that in our, our transportation. We don't do that in our rides. Buy what you can afford. Buy what you make work. Buy what fits your lifestyle. Buy what your budget, your I mean, there's so much that goes on, so much into what we drive. You know, I mean, I think we think of just the looks, and I mean, you know, uh, I think it's Proverbs uh, 27, 20 talks about death and destruction. Well, that death and destruction is to our budget, and the eyes are never satisfied. Are you ever satisfied? Are you ever content? Are you happy what you're driving? You know, I mean— it's just from point A to point B. And then what I'm trying to lead to is what we're being trained on. Talked to a bunch of dealers. I was with a group of used car dealers and wholesalers and all. And one of the big used car managers came up at a new car store. And we, I told him, I said, man, it's tough to find good. And I, I need right now, this is no joke, I need a 100 under 80,000 mile cars for top money, a hundred of them under 80,000 miles. And I, I said, man, it's tough to get these cars at, you know, under 80,000 miles. And he he said, you know, I could use 10 right now. I said, it's tough to find them with under 80,000 miles. He said, right now the service department is, is getting a bunch of them for us. And one of the dealers said, well, why? And, I, and then I jumped in. And I said, well, they're putting fear in people's hearts. They're, they're talking about you're going to spend five to 6000 soon on this car. Why not trade it now while it's up to its top value and pay the difference? Their car, those cars, the kind of car he sells, got 200,000 miles left at, at 50,000 miles. But they put fear. They're training the service department to talk you out of your car. They're training the service department to tell you you're going to spend five to 10,000 on that car in the near future. That near future is probably 10 years off. You know, how how many payments can you make? How much loss can you take? So they're getting real good 50, 60, 70, 80,000 mile cars, taking them in trade, retailing them for three, 4,000 profit. And then what are they doing? They're putting you in one and you just lost three or 4,000 when you drove it off the showroom floor. So they're gaining your profit, and they're gaining the value of your car, and then you're losing it when you drive it off the showroom floor. But that's going on all over the country. Manufacturers are working with the dealers. The dealers are training their service department to put fear in your eyes to trade for your car. And so, you know, you've got to know what your vehicle's worth. You can go to Learn to Buy. Hello, Joe. And you can go to Learn to Buy and SellCars.com. Yeah, give us, I did give his phone number. I gave it out. Give it again, 210. Give us a call, no dumb questions, 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. So, you know, you're in this, you're in this process 
of you've got a good car. Now, if you just got the money and you got the urge and you're in good shape with it, and these the service departments, they don't care if you owe 2000 too much because the F&I, and that's finance and insurance, will roll it in on the next note, and now instead of owing 10000 too much, now you owe fifteen or 20000 too much, and then the loss of value over the curb. So they're working on you. They're working, the service department are working on the the cars that they can trade. They're starting to work on everybody, but they really like the low-mileage cars. Love them to the max. Hello, Don Duffy. And so they really want the, the low-mileage cars, and they work hard on them, and they know how to present themselves, and they're going to classes, and they're getting classes. I haven't gone to YouTube and see, but probably there's some YouTube classes on there showing how a service department should handle their customer, how they should talk to their customer, how they should get, get their car off of that customer. And, and that's what they're doing. So be prepared if, you, if you're getting your car serviced at, uh, hey, oh, man, her, Carlos been in bed sick the last two weeks. Well, Carlos, get well. Get well, Carlos. So anyway... No wonder he's not out helping people today. He's sick in bed. Uh, hey, I'm going to tell you something. I learned a German remedy a long, long time ago. I don't get the flu. I don't ta- get the flu shot. But what I do, I take sea salt, warm sea What I do, I've got a cup. I've got a cup, at a, and it's a small coffee cup. I put a little bit of sea salt in there. I put distilled water in there. I put it in the microwave for 31 seconds. And then I suck it up my nose and make sure it drains out of my mouth, and I do that five or six times. I'm flying out of Dallas. I used to go to Dallas every week. And I I knew all the ladies at the counters by first name. And I come running in from the auction. And so I said, hey, I want to skip four or five flights. And the lady said, yeah, Randy, there's one seat left on the airplane. If you'll run down there, you can get on. So I ran down there. I jumped on, and there was one seat left, and sitting between two ladies right at the front row. I squeezed in there because they were a little on the large side. And anyway, they shut the door on the airplane, and this lady goes coughing, hacking, sneezing. I mean, she's having a terrible time. And this goes on for about six, seven minutes. I said, ma'am, can I get you something? Can I get the stirrers? Can I get you some water? She said, no, this will quit in a few minutes. Every time they shut the door... I, I do this, and I don't know why, but it's on these airplanes, and I, the pressure and the and everything gets to flowing. I said, yeah. I said, when I get home, I'm going to suck warm sea salt water up my nose to kill the germs that I catch on these airplanes and at the auctions. And she said, we do that every day. I work in the most contagious hospital in the world. And I'm sitting next to this lady in the airplane. I said, oh, really? She said, yeah. She said, I'm a nurse. And we study the diseases you catch in a hospital in San Diego, California. And she said, but we suck warm salt water to get the germs out and not to carry them in. And we suck warm salt water to kill the germs when we're in the hospital coming out. I said, well, I've been doing this for years. The Germans didn't get sick in New Brunswick when I was growing up, and that's what they did. And she said, yeah, it has to pass from your nose down the, the cavity through there into your mouth to flush it out. The neti pod don't do it. And the neti pod helps you flush that out, but it doesn't kill the germs in between there. And I do that. And that's, One day I was at a place that a guy was highly contagious with him for two hours in a room, used his phone, everything bad. When the owner come in, he ran him off, said, you're highly contagious. He started spraying Lysol, wiping everything down, scared that he would catch what his employee had. And let me tell you something. I went home, sucked warm salt water, didn't catch it. The owner did. I didn't. And that's because I've learned that simple that You might think about that. And with this this uh, this flu that's floating around in China that's heading this way that's already got here, it may be something you need to do. And I do it every night, and sometimes I do it every morning. Number one, it helps my cedar. It'll blow that all out and keep that cedar out and Keep your nostrils where you can believe. And I do that about an hour before I go to bed, make sure it all drains. So that's just a tip to keep you healthy, and, and it works for me. 
Uh, and in it, hey, lightly suck it up. And if you put too much salt in, it'll burn. If you put it too hot, it's too burn. I like 31 seconds on my microwave. But we're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly on the second half of the show. We're going to take a short break in a minute here. And I, I want you to know exactly, you know, hello, Hunter, uh, exactly what's going on in the car business. I try to be your mentor. I try to tell you what the future looks like. But the problem is we're living in the past and we don't think about the future. Do you think about making that fifth year, sixth year, seventh year payment? Are you tired of making those payments? Are you, you know, some people can write off their vehicle and that helps the percentage you're in. If you're, in, you're paying income tax on 25%, you knock off 25%. Ask your CPA. That's the truth. I'm trying to explain exactly. Hey, let me tell you something. Leasing a car don't work. I'm sorry. You know, you don't have nothing at the end of you. They talk, the guy on the commercial talks about 30 years of leasing cars. Where'd that money go? God bless you, San Antonio. We'll be right back. Hey, call somebody, text somebody, tell them to tune into the show, tune into Facebook Live, however they need to. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, I hope uh, I hope I make a difference in your life. I hope that I get you thinking outside the box and not doing the things that you normally do. You know, um, I work hard on they 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 train us. The car business trains everybody to sell and push everybody's button, and uh, it's it's kind of a uh, it's an education that goes year long, all the time, constantly, and so we're. We don't know what we can do or how we can improve it. But we're going to improve the selling to the max all the time. That's what we want. And so anyway, uh, you know, some people are initiators. They keep the ball going. They see a need and they take action, even though the action's not always right. You know, wisdom and patience is what we need in making the right decisions. You know, how how come how come we're not more patient in in purchasing? Why do we have to make that quick, quick decision in what we're doing? Uh, what you know? Why are we in such a hurry? Patience will pay off. And so it's me. Oh, okay. Patience will pay. Patience will pay off. And so. You just got to, there it is. That is right. Patience, maybe when you swap. Anyway, patience will pay off. But, I mean, we rush into actions. How many people study 60, 90 days to buy a TV? And then they study none to buy a vehicle. You know, we got all the research, all available. Everything's going on. You know, but we don't take the patience to do it. Give us a call if you have any questions or no dumb questions. 210. 340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And in patience and wisdom, and we need prayer, and sometimes we go through struggles on stuff. I've got the best real estate lady. In fact, she sold everything she had for sale. I think think she's completely out. She sold four products products, uh, properties in December, and I think one in in uh, January, but anyway, I come across this house, and it was it's a perfect house, perfect building, perfect location, perfect everything, but I still needed to weigh everything up, study it, pray about it, and, and make the right decision, and I did that, and the Lord, it all fell in place like you wouldn't believe. Uh, it'd take 30 minutes to tell you all how it worked out, and how the neighbors affected the people selling it. It was a uh, there was three children that were uh, stepchildren, and they inherited the property, and they wanted me to have it because of the neighbors. But sometimes, you know, even though it looks like the perfect deal, still it's not, it may not be the perfect deal for. Her. I've learned 
to take patience in what I'm buying. Take patience in what I'm doing. I don't get in a hurry about nothing like I used to. Now, there's in my business, I got to make quick decisions. I'm doing business. I, I you know, it's available. I got to do it. I've got people depending on me. But that's the talent and the blessings the Lord's given me. He gives me figures to give on these cars, and and that's what happens. Hello, David and Gordon and Joe. And so he gives me those figures, and we got to give figures. And the last, you know, I've got some some uh, one-minute classes running on some other radio shows. And I'm going to tell you, it's blown my phone up on Thursday. Thursday and Friday morning, it was solid calls from listeners, from people here in San Antonio, people needing help, needing offers on their cars, needing to know. Hey, and I had a guy tell me, he said, you know, you probably won't make it, don't want this car. And he told me about it, and I said, yeah, I'll take that car. I'll make you an offer on that car. And then I bought a Volvo that's been sitting for, I don't know, a couple of years. And so we bought that car. I mean, you know, this guy had to get it out. Of, he he was in an apartment complex and had to get it out. But, you know, we we got sometimes there's things that's in part of our business and all. But the long term, I want to talk about the long term. I'm, I want you to know what are you purchasing today that you're going to be paying on in five and seven years from now? Uh, where is that best for your budget, your family, your lifestyle? That's what I want you to think about. And that's why these service departments, when you come in there, and that's why they're going to work you so hard because they're going to put fear you in that vehicle in the future. It's amazing. They don't talk about future when they're selling you a car. But we're going to talk about the future when we're trying to get you out of that car and put you in a new one. And so you got to have the patience it takes. You know, some people are initiators. They keep the ball rolling. They they see a need, and they take action. Do you take that action? Are you in a hurry? Do you wake up on Saturday morning and decide to go buy a car or truck, even though the action's not always right? See, we can jump up and we'll go see about buying something. And it's not right. It, it don't, something you don't need. Something you need to study about. And December to remember, well, the car dealers remember the bonuses. They remember the profit. They remember all the cars they sold. And then you've got to remember to make the payments for the next seven months. Wisdom and patience is what we need in making the right decision. That's the key. Are you making your right decisions? I see so many people that have paid for cars for years and years. And I mean, they every other year, every third year, they got to have the newest, the latest, and the greatest. And if you can afford it, that's great. Do it. Uh, we got we got to buy new cars. We want dealers to make money, but we don't want you to get ripped off. There's a lots of dealers out there that'll rip you off. There's some dealers, and it's getting smaller and smaller, smaller every year. It seems like that'll take care of you. The F&I departments, finance and insurance, that's where you sign the contract. Boy, they're getting mean and bad and educated, and you're not ready. You're not ready for that battle. I had people call me the other day, and they were in a good dealership. And the dealer had put on $2,800 of stuff they didn't have to pay. We went down the contract. I told him, no, 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 no. He got it all knocked off. They ended up buying the car, you know, I had another gentleman that's Randall uh, Flores out of uh, New Brunsville, had a, bought a Toyota. The dealership was going to make him do all kinds of stuff, make him finance, make him buy extended warranty, make him buy a gap, make him do all this stuff in order to buy the car. He got up and walked out. They called him. They kept calling him finally. They made the deal right. It can be done, but you've got to be educated. You've got to be willing to say no. You gotta be able to stand up for your money and your rights. And that takes patience. That takes wisdom. That takes learning and growing and understanding. And it's it's a big battle right now. That's why, and I love Randolph Brooks. They need to be sponsoring my show. They got a great extended warranty when you run out of a warranty. Twenty five percent of cars don't ever the people don't own them at when the extended warranty runs out of the war- the factory warranty of the car. So why buy one that's a chance that you're not going to own it when it hits 36,000 miles? 
But let me tell you something. You take it in with 34,000, 35,000 miles, tell the dealer to go through it, make sure everything's right about it. And I'm going to tell you something. You're going to get bombarded with extended warranties. And there's some new extended warranties. All the extended warranty com- people are coming out with a new deal where you can pay $49, $59, or $69 a month. Hey, that is going to be a great deal. Especially when you're just as your warranty's running out, you think you need it. You research your car, see if they've gotten problems. Other people are having problems. Say, hey, let me sign up on this deal. It's, it's cheap insurance. You're not paying that whole five thousand, six thousand dollar price that they'll charge you up front, and that you lose if you don't own the car when it runs out of warranty. Patience, wisdom. That's what I'm trying to instill in you to have you educated so you know exactly where you're going. Hello, John Bailey. And so we want you to know that, you know, the initiative and actions are admirable and right when they are controlled by God's wisdom. God makes us even when our mistakes are there, even though we make mistakes, you know, we have this opportunity to really study and really use the Holy Spirit, really use what you need to go to that next level. Too many people do it on their own. They think they know it all, and they really don't. And the car business the last five and seven years, I'm telling you, it has changed tremendously. Just like the service people working you, trying to get your nice trade in and put you in a new one. Just like F&I, the finance and insurance, just like packing payments, add-ons, doing stuff to them. Uh, They'll put wax floor mats and pinstripe on one try to charge you 1800 and say it's on there and so on the way you can buy it hey i told a man get up walk out well he didn't make it to the front door they pull that 1800 off it didn't cost them but about a hundred they're gonna wax every car car mat car mats ought to be free and pinstripes you know five dollars worth of tape takes 15 minutes throw it on you know some people simply drift through life their choices when they can muster the will to choose. Are you fighting, trying to make the right choices? Are you struggling through that time? Tend to follow the course of least resistance. So when you're struggling that, you pick something with the least resistance. Is that what you're doing? As a buyer, you're caught up in the present moment that you seem to be incapable of seeing the consequences of your actions. As a buyer, we're not looking at the future. We're not looking at the loss of value. We're not looking at how many payments. We're not looking at the total number that we're paying in. Just like so many times I've talked about here recently because I get calls every week on it, somebody bought from a big independent used car operation, and they're paying 18 and 20% interest when they deserve 4 or 5%. I see that constantly. People are not walking through their contract, understanding every line, making sure they're not all filled up, asking exactly, what is this $25 charge? What is this $45 charge? I often talk about a $45 charge, a friend of mine on a 72-month payment, and they told him it was a one-time charge, and after he added it up, he found out that that $45 was on every month. That was free money to the dealership, free money. That's called packing payments, and it can and happen and happen to you. We've got a caller online. Thank you. And seeing the consequences of your actions. Years of payments trying to keep up with the loss of value. You ever felt like you're in that battle? In that battle of loss of value? Having, I mean, you know, uh, people are buying right now thirty dollars to $35,000 cars, and in the near future, they're not worth nothing. They're worth three or four grand. And, you know, and you owe 10 grand. I had a lady in there trying to sell me a car that does have some problems. And her car's worth three grand. But she owes 12,000. And she don't have that 9,000 to bail out. So, you know, you got to understand exactly where you're coming from. No? Uh, well, the caller didn't want to talk. All right. Well, so anyway. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Your vehicle's worth something, but you need to know. You need a second opinion. And right now, there, there's a need for cars out there. But when you walk on home field advantage and you're, you're sitting on home field advantage, dealers feel like they got advantage over you. You know, you're at my place, I'm king.
This is what I'm going to do. And that's why, I, you know, I go all over the city buying cars. I go, I went to Lockhart the other day. I'm subject to go anywhere, but I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. It depends on what it is and what you, how much you want for it or what will work for you. And I'm going to, you know, my overhead is low. Overhead, there's phone call again. The overhead matters big time in all businesses. And my overhead is super low. I subleased uh, a couple of my uh my my room my office out and at my car lot. I subleased it and my overhead has even got lower and also I'm helping the dealers. I'm helping them buy. Patricia, she can get people financed. I can't get financed. She got a guy with a bankruptcy the other day, eleven percent. Wow. It's previous bankruptcy, eleven percent. Got another people with bad credit at fourteen percent. So if you've got bad credit, hey, don't get excited because there's plenty of people out there That'll finance you. Income tax checks are coming, and that's not free government money. That's money your employer has put back is what has happened. He's put it back for you. The the government sits on it, uses it, and then they'll send it some of it back to you in February. Get ready. Don't do a a quick – don't do rapid refund. They'll take as much as 40% of your money as – giving it to you for seven days early, maybe 10 days early. Wait on that money. Use that money wisely. But start right now on what you're going to buy. Best kind of car is a cash car. Pay cash for it. See if you can find the right car. Ask everybody. Talk to everybody. Don't just let, you know, jump up and run and go see what you can get done. Uh, Jimmy's trying to call. I think he's having a problem with his phone. That was Jimmy that called last week or two weeks ago. But anyway, he, he was on, he just texted me. So anyway, we, we want you to know exactly what you're doing. We want the patience, the opportunities. It's your hard-earned money. Uncle Sam's our partner. We got to pay income tax on the money that we're paying. I talked to a gentleman the other day. Yeah, Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. How you doing today? Good, sir. Hey, um, my, I know from my experience that um, my wife and I, before we made purchases, like um, property or cars, we we uh, we pray about it and then we use the word of God with the uh, dealers. You know, I know my wife. One time, she asked them, "Well, we're Christians," and I, and we asked them, "Do you believe in the word of God?" And sometimes they say they don't answer, or sometimes they'll just say, "Well, we're Christians and we're going to pray about it first. You know, but sometimes Jimmy, on that situation, when they don't answer. It's it's our government that's not wanting businesses to be able to do that. You know, there's some laws and situations and lawsuits, and you got to watch out what you're doing. And you know, and I've I've had I've had some salespeople tell me said, well, these people that are looking at that car want to go home and pray about it. And I said, great, I want them to. You know, yes, and sir. and but some some of these dealerships or hands are tied because of our government and the and the. The way they have turned the government is turned against the Christians, and so that some car dealerships, their hands are tied in that situation, and I understand that. But you're right about it. You, you know, we need to be in control of our thoughts and in control of what's going on. But the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us and help us make that better decision. Amen. Yes, sir. But I, I agree. Yeah. I will continue to do it that way. Well, I tell you what, I've I've learned my lesson. I did something I thought the Lord brought to me, and it looked like the perfect deal. And I didn't I didn't pray about it enough, and I went ahead and done it my way. And I'm gonna tell you something. It was misery. It worked out. It's fine. It was meant to be. But let me tell you something. It was stress on me, like uh, you won't believe. And I really believe that stress that was on me was caused my triple bypass surgery. My heart issue, wow. and uh, I, the Lord blessed me. He protected me from. I didn't have a heart attack. I didn't have any damage. But let me tell you, the stress that was on me for a year to clean up a piece of property, trying to do everything, paying Uncle Sam, on you know, just all the deal. It wasn't worth it. I look back on it today, and I would have done it a lot different. But I didn't. I didn't really do enough diligence in prayer and study. And thinking about it, but here we go again. The real estate people, and I, I wouldn't use this guy for nothing in the world. 
lied to me, put pressure on me, kept telling me, you know, these people are going to go do something else. And come to find out, after a, a week or two, I found out the truth. And I didn't, you know, I went ahead with the deal because I told them, you know, with my word, I honored what I told them I'd do. But when I look back on the deal, uh, uh, I wouldn't, I'd never deal with that real estate guy again. And he's in New Bronzeville and, and I'm, you know, and there is good real estate people and there's bad, but I think there's just like in the car business, there's 10% that want to work and 90% that don't, you know, and the, and the, 10% 10% will tell you the truth, and 90% will tell you whatever they think they can come up with. And but I, that's the way in a lot of businesses nowadays. I mean, the the overhead, the pressure, the laws, the regulations, a lot of stuff has changed business. And in the car business, it is the worst business because, you know, we we got to have transportation, even though our communist mayor wants us to ride buses. I can't, I can't. I can't wait on a bus. I lose. I can't stand to lose two, three hours a day waiting on transportation. I guess I'm in too big a hurry. I don't have patience there. But I've got places to go and things to do. You know, just like yesterday, I went and and bought some cars outside of the lot, and I had to have transportation. The buses don't go that way. How would I go? And, you know, and do yeah. it. You know, and and the lady couldn't leave her husband. The other people. Uh, they had some health issues, and so you know we we want our freedom and we understand the freedom, but our government wants us to control us and wants to take our rights away. And the same way in that when that dealership you're talking about, you start talking about religion, religion there, and lots of times the management says do not talk religion, or you know don't, and some of well. them will say don't even talk politics. And that's instructions you have, and you're under authority, just like these dealerships that make a lot of money. They're, the salespeople are under authority to ask for this much money, you know, and it's just like your family. I, I, I talk about it every once in a while, I'll say the biggest joke in the car business is you've got to make friends on, got to make money on friends and family because your enemies don't come around. You don't get that opportunity. And so they're under authority. Well, I'm gonna. Um, I'm not gonna deny the Lord for them, and they yeah. can't talk to me. Yet. That's right. And I'm not gonna deny them. I'll stand forever. I know I'm not perfect, but I will stand. Well, forever. you know what you believe, you know, and that's what yeah. I've, I've told some people. You, you know, they say, "Well, why are you the way you are? You haven't experienced mm-hmm. what I've experienced. You haven't gone through what I've gone through. You haven't seen what the mm-hmm. Lord's done in my life. I mean, I'm not supposed to be here. The the cardiologists tell you that." I was, uh, LAD was blocked, a bypass was blocked, and two others were blocked. I, you know, it's a miracle that I'm here. The Lord's, he's got me for a purpose. He's got directions. He's got goals for me, and I want to fulfill them. I want to be there. I want to be a teacher. I want to help the people just, you know, what's what I've experienced in life, I want to share. But I want the best out of people. I want them to succeed. You know, right now I'm working with a lady. I'm about to get her a different job. She's the best account manager I've ever had and I've ever seen. And I want her to go that next level. You know, I want her to be the best. I want the best to happen for her. I don't have, you know, any real relationship with her, but I see opportunity in certain people and I want them to grow. I want them to be the best. You know, and I just heard about a lady here at the radio station, and she's got a great opportunity for her. She's got experience at the station, and she's going on. She's going with the Spurs. I've, I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm great. She, you know, she's a person that works. You know, a lot of people don't put the effort in. Just like in buying a car, they don't put the effort in to learn and grow and make the right decisions. But then they suffer for the next seven years making those payments. You know, and then they're unhappy with that vehicle for the next seven years. And then some crazy commercial comes up and says, do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate everything? Well, we're going to take care of you. Well, they may kick the payment and lo- kick the trade and you lose your credit rating and, and put you in a position where it's, it's bad. And and I don't want that. I want people to make the right decisions, buy what they can afford, fit their budget, and get ready People don't think about the future, the retirement. And millenniums don't want what our parents had. They saw high payments. They saw 
uh, house payments, car payments, loss of value, struggle, no money at the end of the month. All, you know, some people working two and three jobs. They don't want that. They want to enjoy life. And I want you to enjoy and be content in what you have. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Is he still online? He might he might have hung up. Well, thank you, Jimmy, for the call. But, I mean, I agree with you. We've got to have patience. We've got to understand what to do. And, and, that, and if we take the time and we really pray about it and we really study and we really do our homework, we'll make better decisions. But way too many people don't look at the future, don't think about it, you know, and, and make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And that's what happens. And when you're in a hurry, you'll make a bad decision. If you haven't thought about it, examine it, and this, that, and the other. And, I've, and I've, hey, I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. And, I, and at one time, I, you know, I, I was full of pride, greed, and keeping up with Jones as well. Jones just tried to keep up with me. So, I mean, I've walked these shoes. I understand where, the, where it's happening and what it's coming from. But, hey, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people. Randy Adams buys the good, the bad, and the ugly. And, and tell 20 people to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Tell 20 people, if you like this show, to uh, listen to our show and go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams, or go to Facebook and listen to this show. God bless you. Thank you for, for tuning in. I hope that uh, you're having a blessed day. Help, be a, help somebody. Be a mentor to somebody. Be the best you can be. You know, life's short. I can't believe where January went. I thought it was New Year's Eve, and now it's February 1st. Amazing. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.